quarter after one, and this is What's On Your Mind. The health insurance store program with Aaron Zobrod. Uh, taking your calls about all things health insurance. Do you have a Medicare question? Do you have a question about health insurance? Give us a call, 724-438-4593. Of course, the health insurance store is the place to go for information and for coverage for your health insurance. And you can call them at 724-603-3403 or online at getyourbestplan.com. And Aaron Zolbrod, welcome back. Thank you. And uh, we are uh, now we're, we're ready to uh, get... Ready for the Super Bowl. Let's talk Super Bowl. No, I guess not. It's not like we won't hear enough about the Super Bowl over the course of the next few days. But, again, if you have a question you'd like to ask Aaron, 724-438-4593. And uh, this is especially a, a good time for people. As we get into the new year, can you believe we're already 20? <laughs> we were just, I was just talking about that with somebody yesterday that it feels like, I mean, I know we had snow yesterday, it was cold, but we're almost into February. I think I the know. worst of winter, I hope, is behind us already. Uh, excuse me, I'll, I will knock wood on, <laughs> on that one. Uh, and by the way, you can always go by the health insurance store in Connellsville. You're right there downtown. Friendly people who uh, know a thing or two about health insurance and can answer your questions. Uh, and this is a time everybody is, you know, they turn 65 year-round. So this is, Medicare is something that is always, always something that people are concerned about, people are thinking about. And every Medicare uh, recipient is different as far as their family, their income, things like that. Oh, yes, there's all sorts of um, differences yeah. With 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 people on Medicare, there's no cookie cutter approach. I mean, it's not one size fits all. There's lots of things that go into determining what type of plan we're going to put somebody on. You mentioned a few of those: income, health, travel, or you know, do much traveling, don't do any traveling. Uh, are you a veteran? Uh, I mean, all those types of things. Are you you know, did you are you a retired teacher? Um, can you get pace or pace net? All those things are going to be factors in in what kind of plan that that you should go on. Now, if you are looking down the barrel at 65, uh, what time should I be starting to get my ducks in a row, so to speak? Well, you will, if you're, you can enroll in Medicare parts A and B three months before the first day of the month you're turning 65. So if you turn 65 in June, um, March, uh, March, you can enroll in Medicare. Now, if you're already collecting Social Security, you don't need to do anything. Your Medicare card is going to come to you automatically about 100 days before. Again, if you turn 65 June 20th, your Medicare card is going to come um, sometime next month, uh, mid-month, mid-month or next month. Um, otherwise, you're going to have to manually go do it, manually yeah. do it online. Uh, so, or, or go to your Social Security office and enroll if you're going to wait to get if you're going to wait to get Medicare. So now, are you, are you re required? I mean, is it something that you, you you have to at least? I mean, they know you're turning 65 anyway. If you've collected social or uh, made contributions to Social Security in your life, if you have a Social Security number. They know when you're turning 65, but this is not something that's automatically going to happen. If, if, if you're already collecting Social Security, then indeed you will automatically be enrolled in Medicare. Right. If you're not, then you know, obviously they, they don't know if you, if you want it or not. 
Um, and if you if you get your Medicare card and you turned out you don't want Part B, you could just send it back, and there's some place that you sign. It says, no, I want to opt out of Part B, and that would be somebody who's continually, continuing to work. Right. Um, you still have uh, health insurance through work, or you're on your spouse's account or something like that. Right, exactly. Uh, and again, that's the kind of thing that you would go over, and the process is so... Before, you know, three, four, five months before I'm about to have to or enroll in Medicare, be eligible to enroll in Medicare, what I should be doing is calling your office and set up an appointment. Yeah, I mean, we generally like to do that after you've got your after you've gotten your um, card. Uh, it's funny because <laughs> there's start, people are starting to do this earlier and earlier. Other agents, they're, they're such a competition for these for these yeah. clients that I, I've seen people now it's it's six months apparently instead of having your Medicare card we can use your social security number enroll you in a Medicare plan six months prior to at supplement anyway six months prior to uh, turning 65 so it just keeps getting it used to be three months you're you're, you're you know, you're overloaded with these things in the mail, you know, three months, four months before you turn 65. Now it's going to be seven, eight, nine months. The stuff's going to start coming in the mail because everybody wants to, you know, compete to, to, to get you enrolled. Just, is, is there any advantage to enrolling that early? No, there's none. There's zero. In fact, it doesn't make any sense, especially when it comes to prescription drug coverage, because those are, they figure, the best plans are figured from how much money you're going to spend on the date you turn 65. So if I don't turn 65 till June... And I did a search today, as of you were turning 65 in February, the company that would be best for you could be completely different based on the time of the, mo- time of the year that you enroll. So oh. there's really no advantage of doing that. Um, and who knows? You sign up six months ahead of time. Who knows what could happen? There could be yeah. a rate increase. There could be – I mean, there's a lots of stuff that could happen. So, so no, they, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to, to, to me to do that. We generally like to wait till people have their cards in their hand or know what their, know what their numbers are. But, I mean, we, we would tell you – that about, you know, about 90 days before the first day of the month you turn 65. So if you turn 65 in June, you start in February. If it's July, you start in March and so on and so forth. You can come in and sit down with us and um, get educated on, on your options and how Medicare works and, and, and so on and so forth. And, and we talked about income, uh, and that is one of the things that you sit down and talk to people about, not only... Uh, what is your income now, but what do you expect your income to be? What do you expect to be drawing income from uh, in the uh, once you turn 65? Uh, and, for instance, let's say you run a small business and you're deriving income from that. That affects uh, what your, your, your Medicare situation and, and whether you go with an Advantage plan or a supplement or anything along those lines. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a big part of it is, too, is if you can get Pace or PaceNet. Now, you know, if your income's low enough to get Pace or PaceNet, that means two things. One, you're living on a pretty fixed income. Number two, um, you're going to have access to a, a really, really one of the better Medicare Advantage plans in the market that doesn't cost anything. It's it's specifically designed for people who get pace pace or pace net or or get their prescription coverage through the VA or another source. Um, so I mean that all goes into it. You know I, I would be more inclined to maybe recommend a, an Advantage plan to somebody in that situation than I would be um, for somebody who didn't who maybe didn't get pace net. 
And if you'd like to ask Aaron a question, the phones are open, 724-438-4593. Maybe you got uh, a letter from uh, a somebody offering a Medicare Advantage plan or or a Medicare plan. Maybe you got a a letter from Medicare. Uh, If you have a question, 724-438-4593. We have been talking about uh, Medicare insurance supplements, Advantage plans, and uh, this is something I know we cover it every time you and I talk, but it's something that basically people need to know. And as you approach 65, you need to be aware of this. I, I talk about it every time, almost practically every time we're on the radio, because it's that important. And it continues to, um, the, the differences in understanding those differences between advantage plans and supplements continue to elude people. Regardless of how many shows I've done on the radio, regardless of how many columns I've written in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, you know, or posted on Facebook, um, it, 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 inevitable, it, it's inevitable that I'm going to meet people over and over and over again who say they didn't know the difference when they first chose. They didn't even know a supplement. They didn't know what plan they took wasn't a supplement, uh, that a supplement wasn't offered to them, and they just assumed what they were offered um, was was, yeah. was a supplement, but it, it's there might be people who don't even realize that they they may go into Medicare thinking it's going to pay for everything. I'm sure you've you've hit that too, where people are going, "What I got to pay something?" Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty. I, I, there are still people that 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 you know that think that, but I mean, I think most most one thing that most everybody knows is that Medicare pays 80% for outpatient procedures and services. That's something that that people know. What they don't know is that the two types of plans don't necessarily fill in that gap. That one one does basically fill in those gaps and one doesn't. Um, So when you get a, uh, that would be a supplement plan that pays the 20%, covers the 20% uh, between what Medicare covers and what you'd be out of pocket for. Right, right. So Basically, let's talk about how Medicare works first. So Medicare, basically, there's two parts of Medicare. There's part A and B. Okay, that's what you get. So A is your hospitalization and B is your medical. So basically, Medicare itself, the red, white, and blue card, is going to pay all but $1,400 of your hospitalization. So if you're hospitalized for one day up to 60 days, uh, your bill is going to be 1400 bucks. If you're in longer than 61 consecutive, 60 consecutive days, and it's you can be billed more money than that. But for, for this, let's just call it $1,400 if you're in the hospital for any period of time up to up to 60 days. So a supplement comes in and picks that up picks up the 1400 bucks. The second part is part B. These are your outpatient procedures and services. Again, Medicare covers 80% all by itself, uh, would put you, if you just had Medicare on the hook for the other 20%. You go out and buy a supplement, it covers that 20%. And uh, the third gap in Medicare, as we call it, or the other gap would be skilled nursing. Skilled nursing is covered for 20 days for free. And um, days 21 through 100 are $176 a day. So a supplement covers that, the $176. Hence the name Medigap it, the policy. So supplements can also be referred to as Medigap policies, and that's a great name because that's what it's designed to do, cover the gaps in Medicare. It really is that simple. And it, it fills in the gaps. So, for instance, if... Um if Medicare pays, if, you, if your doctor charges you $100 for a visit, Medicare pays $80, and then a supplement would pick up the $20. That's correct. That's correct. Generally, that's how it goes. Or let's talk about something bigger, chemo. Hmm. Okay, let's say you have chemotherapy. It's $10,000. Medicare is going to pay eight. 
you're going to be on the hook for the 20%. A supplement's going to come in and pick that up. And by the way, very rarely do you have just one Correct. chemo, I mean, chemo treatment. You know, I, I always use the, um, I mean, the, 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 the one example we have that most people know about is Pittsburgh Steelers running back James Conner. He had 12. Um, he had 12 uh, yeah, chemo uh, visit, chemos. So imagine if each one were 10,000, which is not out of the, which is not out of the ordinary at all. all. That was $120,000 worth of chemo. If he just had Medicare, uh, you know, he'd have been on the hook for $24,000 of that chemotherapy. That's the one thing about Medicare is there's no limit on how much you can be billed in a calendar year like there is on like there is on some like there is on Advantage plans. Well, let's go to the phones. We have a question for Aaron Zolbrod. So, hi, you're on the health insurance store with Aaron Zolbrod. Who are we talking with here? Hi, this is Marion. Hi, Marion. Hi. Hey, um, I've called you before, and um, I'm a retired teacher and talked to you before. Well, <laughs> welcome back, I, uh, I did. Thank you. I didn't take the Medicare Part B because I'd even talked to somebody at Medicare, and they told me I didn't need it. Well, now I'm getting all these uh, doctor bills saying that my school insurance, which is the 20%, I guess, um, is only paying 20%, so now I have all these bills to pay so, because so, I didn't take Medicare Part B. So, you, did, did, I, so did you enroll in the HOP program? No. What did you No, this is my, my school insurance. I get four years health insurance and after retirement. Right, and you're 65. Yeah, I'm 68. Yeah, so you got, you got, you got told an absolute wrong, absolute I wrong sure did. <laughs> thing. Now, here's the deal. You have you can go out and get your Part B right now, and you need to do that. So in January, February, yeah, March, I did. Okay, yeah, then, I did. It's coming February first. So no, that's not necessarily. So your school insurance is going to be is going to be primary, and Medicare would be your secondary. So I don't know why you would have to pay all those bills. Um, necessarily have to pay those because um, your school would be first. So, I mean, you might have some co-pays, but something's not going on there. That, that, that doesn't make any sense to me because you don't have a Medicare plan. You have the same insurance uh, you had while you were teaching, and it's not Medicare. Right. So some, right. something's not right. Uh, my guess is, is they, may not, they may not have billed. I'm guessing they probably didn't even bill your um, Highmark. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, they did, and Highmark paid 20%, and, and I'm getting bills now. For the other 80%. Mm, shouldn't, but you don't have Part B, so there is nobody to pay the 80%. They're, they should be responsible. That's not right. No, somebody's not giving you that information. I didn't information. think it was either, so what could uh -uh. I do? I don't know what you got to call Highmark back and talk to a supervisor and say, I don't have Part B. It, it, it's being billed wrong. In other words, they, they need to be billed primary. The Highmark needs to be billed primary, not secondary. It's, so that's, that's, where the, that's where it's off. Yeah, when I talked to them, they said, no, you had to have Medicare Part B. No, that's yeah, not. Yeah, it was my no, fault for not enrolling, no. da, 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 da. <laughs> Not true, not true. Um, somebody's giving you wrong information. You may also want to call um, call Human Relations at the school district and see if they, this is probably not the first time they've seen that either. Um, so, yeah, I, I, there's been plenty of people who've done what you did made that same mistake and never have I heard any of them happen to pay the 80%. There's there's definitely billing errors going on. 
Okay. Because I talked to the school district, and she said, no, you were supposed to sign up for Medicare Part, part B. That's only, no. I that's said, well, not, I didn't know that. Well, you should have, yes, but you, you should have, because you, just because of the penalty purposes. But you didn't have to, to, to for your insurance to operate correctly, you didn't have to do that. There's, you shouldn't owe 80% of the bill. Something is not right. It's not how it works. You're getting bad information. Okay, is there like an insurance commission maybe I could call? You need to call you Highmark and you need to you need to call Highmark and get a supervisor on the phone. Okay, yeah, because I just and, talked and, to a and, and, and somebody's just the, the communication's just not somewhere the communication's not right. You, okay. Yeah, your insurance because you opted out of part B doesn't make their insurance work differently. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 so I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. You have part A, you don't have part B. There's nobody to pay the 80%. Right. So I don't know what they're thinking. It doesn't. It, it doesn't unless there's yeah. a clause in their contract. But again, you're not the first person I've ever met that did this. I've met tons of people mm-hmm. that made the same mistake you made, and none of them got got um, handed that penalty. Now, again, unless they change the contract, um, you somebody's got to produce a document that shows that if you're Medicare eligible and you don't take Medicare, that you're on the hook for the other eighty percent. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I read over the teacher contract, and nowhere in there does it ben, say that. So, so again, you know that's not. Mention it. It's no, they're not right. I'm assuming that somebody thinks you have hop, and you needed to take the Medicare. I, I just don't. There's obviously some communication breaking down somewhere. I, my, if I was you, the first thing I'd do is I'd call Highmark, and I would talk to okay. another rep, tell them you've talked to other people who said absolutely not, you shouldn't owe eighty percent because you don't have Part B. If you don't get the answer you're looking for, if they say, well, that's just a way to say, I can I please speak to a supervisor. Um, okay. You, you, yeah, just that's that's your next okay. step. Okay. All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, bye bye. Great question. Okay. Bye. Thank you, Marion. We uh, we wish her a, a lot of luck in this, and because uh, uh, again, yeah, that's another problem is that. There are so many conflicting messages that people get. You could talk to you could make she could make the call three times to Highmark and get three answers to the same. She could talk to three different people and get three different answers from three different people regarding the same problem. Uh, and, and Highmark has one of the better customer service departments. Now we're also talking here about uh, she was a uh, an employee, a teacher. Yeah. So uh, so a lot of times is they'll buy teachers out who are or in their sixties, right. and they'll part of their buyout is they'll get. You know, sometimes up to seven years worth of health insurance, right? Uh, and that even pat goes past Medicare. And the insurance is the same exact insurance they had while they were teaching. And it's not a Medicare plan. It's a it's a, it's the same insurance people teachers that are under sixty five and not on Medicare who are working or getting. And what happened is, she you can only opt out of Part B if you're working and getting insurance through an employer, not when you're retired and getting insurance through a company you retired from. So her mistake was, and and I understand the common thought is, why should I take Medicare Part B when I'm getting this great insurance at no cost to me? What do I need Part B for? That's common thought. That's the way a normal person would, you know, think about it. But again, the loophole is with Medicare or Social Security is you have to be, quote, unquote, working, not retired to opt out of Part B without penalty. So now what's going to happen is she's going to enroll in Part B now. It's not going to go into effect till July. And she's going to have a 30% penalty because she went three years without. And so her Medicare, instead of being 145 is going to be about $200 uh, instead of 145 So that kind of stinks, and she'll pay that for a long, long time. Um, 
again, which is which which is terrible because she just she got some she got the she got some bad advice. Now here's the crazy part: if her insurance were to run out, say, um, she if her insurance were to run out in May, and she didn't realize it. She wouldn't be able to get Part B till July of 2021. So, in other words, you can only enroll in Medicare B in her situation January, February, and March, and it doesn't go into effect till July. So, she wouldn't have found us out till May. She'd have gone a year, more than a year, without any insurance for outpatient services. So, it is vital that you get. I just tell people if you're ever in the instance of you, if, of you. Not sure if you can opt out of Part B without penalty. Just pick up the phone and call us. Do not take that advice from anybody but us. I know that Social Security has given bad advice, that human relations people have given bad advice. I don't know if it was the people at, at you know, who, to- who told her this, but she got bad advice. And she's going to pay with it with a $50 penalty, you know, $600 a year for God knows how long um, that pay more for Part B. So, again, this is where... You know, our experience can come in for people. Is is it, this is what we do? And if she were a client of ours and she had this same situation happen, let's say she had a supplement and she had gotten all these bills, we'd get on the phone with her and make that call to the insurance company, or make that call to the to the providers, or make that call to. Um, and it might not be a high mark thing. It might be that the provider billed it wrong. Yeah. That the, that, so there's all sorts. Yeah, of different- I, yeah. Well, you also when when you talk about billing errors, I mean these are people that are processing literally thousands of transactions a day, and you know mistakes can sure, occur. Sure, oh, they happen a lot. Seven two four four three eight four five nine three seven two four four three eight forty five ninety three. If you have a question for Aaron, hi, what's on your mind? You're on the air with Aaron Zolbron. Who are we talking with here? Hello, could you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, who are we talking with here? Mr. George Ratsay. Uh, hey, George. It's, hi, George, what is up? Well, the reason I called, you got, I just left Indiana University. I just want to let you know it's crystal clear. It's good that, that WMBS, at least somebody can listen to us in Indi- you know, up in Indiana. That's I awesome. Left- that is. I mean, really, truly. I yeah. just turned it on, and it's crystal clear. That's great. Um, just, I'm just pulling out to university. I had a granddaughter that took her back to school, and and I always enjoy the show. But I'm, the reason I called was good to hear that your voice, that carries, you know, the station carries crystal clear today up in Indiana. That, that, that's good news. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. And by the way, say hi to Crystal for us. No, no, no. That's oh, it. I, will, <laughs> I will definitely do that. The guy's always a great show, and I will see you Friday. All right, we'll see you. That's it. All right, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. George Rattay, the host of the Democratic Radio Hour, uh, letting us down. By the way, if you're listening to us anywhere, uh, 724-438-4593, 724-438-4593. We'll, uh, we have this hour and next hour, so plenty of time. And if for some reason you can't get on the phone, you can call Aaron and call the health insurance store at 724-603-3403 or online get your best plan com and you should also uh, check into uh, you've got a Facebook page uh, you're all over social media now we, we are and we're starting to do some podcasts um, as well and you'll be able to hear those on uh, the website you can also hear the the replay of the radio show 
on the website. So if you just were able to catch a bits and pieces or if you want a relative uh, to listen in, uh, you can catch that uh, on our you can catch the replay on our on our website, which is getyourbestplan.com. And we encourage people to follow us on Facebook and look out for these podcasts and webcasts. It's going to be some we're going to be doing some real interesting stuff in the in the coming year. Yes, especially since again, and I, I I know I bring this up, but it's something that we have to. It's a train heading down the road right at us, and that's the switchover that the state of Pennsylvania is going to do. And th- this is a great way to stay up on what's going to be coming up. We are. We'll follow it very closely. Um, I got a feeling it won't be without glitches. Yeah. Um, yeah. Think. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't even really. We don't even want to. Uh, I don't even want to. Yeah. Think I just. About. Just what I'm saying is. Uh, go to the website, go to the Facebook page, and just go back regularly to keep keep up to speed on what's happening. Right. Because this is one of those things. We also have uh, all the the issues with we don't know what's going to be happening with the Affordable Care Act from year to year. Uh, and well, so it's going to the Supreme Court to see if it's yeah. it, it's going to be ruled if it's even legal. Um, without the it, it, that it could be ruled illegal by the Supreme Court because the individual mandate has um, been lifted so uh, that's coming up too but yeah all of those things are, are of, of concern and so and it, Aaron is right on top of all of this so and if you have a question right now seven two four four three eight four five nine three we were talking about uh, supplement plans again they pay the twenty percent that Medicare does not pay so that's an obvious advantage. What are some of the other uh, advantages too? Okay, I'm, I'm, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't use the word advantage. <laughs> but what are some of the pros and cons with a supplement plan? So, the supplements, the pros, and the, the pros, the benefits are the simplicity of them. Yeah. That that's number one. That you you know that you're God forbid you that were diagnosed with cancer and you needed surgeries and you needed chemo and you needed radiation and you were going to get follow-up scans and testing and you know all of those things um, we know what your bills are going to be they're going to be zero okay so you don't need to worry about going to the mailbox every day and, and what oh now what bill is going to come today you know how much is this bill going to be and how am I going to pay for it so the number one benefit is if the simplicity and the peace of mind knowing that you can never get major bills we write people on more people on plan supplement plan n than any other and there's only basically three bills one can receive this a small deductible it's 198 dollars this year it's called the medicare part b deductible and plan n also you'd be responsible for up to 20 dollars at a doctor a specialist and 50 at the emergency room and that's it those are the only bills you could get so the most you're going to be billed in a calendar year is basically the 198 deductible and however many times you went to the doctor in emergency room and 20 and 50 bucks. If you went 10 times to the doctor, you spent 200 bucks. If you went twice to the emergency room, that's another 300. You spent 500 bucks total for the year. And even if you had $250,000 worth of treatment, 500. that's all you spent. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is that people on supplements have the right to go to any doctor or facility in the entire country that accepts Medicare. So we don't have to worry about networks. Can I go to West Virginia? Can I go to Ruby? Can I go to Mon? Can I go to UPMC? Can I go to Allegheny Health Systems? We know that you can. Uh, You can go to Cleveland Clinic, Mayo Clinic, you know, MD Anderson Cancer Center. If you've got a rare form of cancer, it's widely considered one of the best cancer facilities in the world. Um, I've had 
we've had you know few clients that have needed to go down there my best friend's fiance's life was saved at md anderson um she wouldn't be walking this earth if she hadn't have been able to go there so um we once had a client who had uh got a rare parasite from tainted romaine lettuce the only two hospitals in the con- country that could treat her were the cleveland clinic and the mayo clinic and she stayed at the cleveland clinic for 110 days so not only did she thank god she was first of all that she was able to go yeah secondly she never paid a penny for that stay 110 days and never paid a penny okay so that's the second thing nationwide access um the third is that benefits uh never change you will always have little or no out-of-pocket costs so plan n they cannot raise those co-pays over twenty dollars uh like to the doctor or fifty dollars at the emergency room and they can never add any co-pays so five years down the road Five years down the road, they can't say, um, "Oh, we think we're going to make charge you have you pay two hundred fifty dollars every time you uh, earn a hos- every time you're hospitalized." Right. Uh, so that's the thing that that's nice. Where that doesn't hold true, um, that doesn't hold true necessarily. So we're talking set in stone, pretty. It's, pretty well. it's they're set in stone. That's it. That's all there is to it. They're absolutely set in stone. Um, so that's that's another. Uh, positive that we like about the the, the supplements um last is and 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 what some people don't talk about is medicare decides what's covered so this is something people don't understand so when you have private insurance okay when you have highmark you know through an employer or upmc through an employer or you have an advantage plan you know there's people that showed up downtown today at the two high rises that from nine to five their job is to deny claims their job is to say oh this um this, uh, this, 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 we don't think this, this CAT scan is medically necessary. We're not going to cover it. We think you should have rehab before you get to surgery. Uh, we're not going to pay for any additional hospital days. Well, Medicare, the supplement companies don't decide what's covered. Medicare decides what's covered. Medicare does not employ people that do that for things like scans and hospitalizations. When they, their only thing they preauthorize are things like insulin pumps, um, you know, wheelchairs, right. that kind of thing. If the doctor thinks you need to have chemo, or the doctor wants you to have an MRI, if you have a supplement and you're in the doctor's office, the doctor says, hey, I want you to go to the fourth floor, get a scan right now. Well, if you had private insurance through an employer or an advantage plan, basically they'd have to say, that doctor say, hey, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna send, send in the claim and we're going to have to wait for that to get authorized and we'll call you when they authorize it. And you can come back and get your MRI. And there's nothing like sitting around waiting to hear whether you're going to get a life-saving test. And, and I will tell you that, that, that they don't deny that stuff very often, but yeah. it happens. Yeah. Trust me, I have a friend who went through hell trying to get his CAT scan. Uh, last I talked to her, she had gone nine months trying to get a CAT scan that, that she, it kept getting denied, even when the doctor wrote letters stating why it was medically necessary, why it was important. Um, so it can happen. Um, what also can happen is, you know, somebody's sitting somewhere and they're looking at your chart, uh, you know, saying, oh, why is... Why is Bill in the hospital? He's been, you know, the diagnostic codes for these show that the average hospital stays three days. He's been in for four and a half. They'll make a phone call and say, hey, we're not paying for any more additional days. So with, commer- with, with you know, commercial insurance, with Medicare, again, if the doctor thinks it's prudent for Bill to stay another day or two in the hospital and that's, that's it's, it's as a safety precaution, right. then you can do that. Again, Medicare's not going to question that. And that's to a fault. Because to a fault, Medicare pays first and asks questions later, and that's why they're constantly being, you know, defrauded. Right. They say that 10% of Medicare's budget's fraud. Uh, 
paying, because paying Because people know how to play the system. Right, because they know that Medicare asks questions later, if ever. Right. Um, so, you know, you can get away with that. So those are the, those are the pros of supplements. The cons are the expense. Okay, because the reason why number one reason why people should that you would want to take an advantage plan is cost, because we can get you know we can our three most popular uh, plans in two thousand um, in two thousand twenty were zero forty. <laughs> We're zero and in the forty dollar range, and one in the sixty dollar range. And that's per that's your monthly monthly premium. Yeah. Where supplements start at about a hundred bucks plus prescription drugs. You're looking at about you know anywhere from a hundred and five to a hundred and thirty dollars, including prescription including prescription drugs. So that's that's the that's the biggest negative. And with supplements, they're going to once you turn sixty eight, they're guaranteed the premiums to increase each year between three and um, you know, in the in your in your earlier years of Medicare, sixty five to seventy five would go up three to five dollars. Um, in your latter years, you know, eighty two and above, it'll go up between ten and you know fifteen dollars, or even twenty a year. And uh, and so that's one type of increase. There's a second type of increase that kind of mimics you know medical inflation or or. Uh, or, or higher claim payout, payout. So the reason why Medicare's premiums are going up so much in the last few years is because I read a, a Forbes article that stated so many more people are utilizing uh, getting shots in doctor's offices and other in, in infused medication, really expensive medications, and that's caused Medicare to pay out more claims. So when that happens, obviously supplements, when they're in danger of losing money, they can actually go to the insurance company of pennsylvania insurance commission and ask for a rate increase right. and they'll get it i mean if they can prove they're in danger of not making a profit they'll go up so you know we've got people who are hitting you know getting in 85 to 90 years old they're getting close to 300 dollars a month so again that's the biggest negative is the expense and the irony is when you also get to that age the odds are your income is not increasing at Cor the same Oh, it's not increasing at, at near with no. the same pace. Yeah. No way, not even close. Yeah. I mean, you know, you might have got a, what, an $18 a month raise on Social Security if you're lucky at 1.6%. Yeah, that was eaten up by your Medicare. A increase. lot of it was eaten up by Medicare, so your net raise was, was, was 6 bucks. And yeah. if your insurance went up $15 a month... Uh, you know, you just had, you, you just income went down. Yeah. Your disposable income just went down. So, and I mean, that, that is, honestly, we're, we're, we're doing this more, off, more often than we're switching people at age 85 and up from supplements back to advantage plans because they make more financial sense. Um, they make less financial sense. The value on supplements is not there nearly as much once you hit two fifty, three hundred dollars $300 a month on those. So the big, biggest negative is how they, how they increase over time. Now, there's no cosmetic, vision, dental, or hearing benefits. So where Advantage plans are going to offer that stuff, and they're, they're, those benefits are getting better all the time, supplements don't. So you're going to pay out of your pocket for, um, for, your, eye for your eyeglasses, for a routine eye exam, for you know dental. dental cleanings, crowns, root canals, et cetera, and hearing aids and routine hearing exams. Now, any medical condition of the ear, eye, or mouth is covered. So if you had glaucoma or cataract or macular degeneration or an ear infection or an eye infection, those things are going to be covered. Right. Oral surgery. Cur and, yeah. Like if you broke your jaw and needed yeah. surgery, yeah. yes, that would be covered. And the third negative, and this is the most important piece of information people need to have, is Medicare supplements are medically underwritten. Meaning, if you don't... Hear, and here's where people get so screwed is if you don't take an advantage plan i mean a supplement excuse me within six months of your medicare part b effective date your acceptance is not guaranteed 
It's only guaranteed in the three months prior to you turning 65 and six months prior to getting Part B and the six months after you get Part B. That's the only time your acceptance is guaranteed. After six months, you're going to go through a series of medical questions. They're going to ask you a series of, you know, 15 to 30 medical questions. And they're going to also look at what's called your Medical History Information Bureau, which most people don't know. It's the equivalent of a credit report. And how you answer those questions and what's on that bureau is going to determine whether these companies want you or not. And so I'll get people who come in to my office who thought they had an Advantage plan and are even paying more money than an Advantage plan uh, or thought they had a supplement. They're paying more money than what a supplement actually costs. They're still on the hook for between you know four thousand and sixty seven hundred dollars out of pocket, and they want to take a supplement because they can actually lower their premiums and have less out of pocket costs and have emphysema or COPD or insulin dependent diabetes or uh, uh, AFib or heart disease or have had lymphoma or another form of cancer, and they found out they can't get one, right. and they say to me, "I nobody ever told me." And so you've got to understand that that is the biggest factor in choosing the difference between, you know, when you choose a supplement or advantage plan is that if you don't take a supplement, when you first turn, go on Part B, you may never, ever be able to get one down the road. I've met, when we moved our office to Pittsburgh, I couldn't believe how many people I was meeting that had been paying that maximum out of pocket mm-hmm. of 3400 to 6700 out of their pocket every single year for the last 10 years. And if they had a supplement, they wouldn't have been paying that. And now, well, do they have also the right to look into your family medical history? No, they do as not. Well? It's okay. it, and it's not. And again, it's just codes. Right. So what goes to the MIB, the Medical Information Bureau, just codes. Right. And and the people who can read those codes know that that oh that was a treatment for cancer. That's a that's oh that's this medication. That's they know. If yeah. if, if so, they do that basically to make sure you're not lying about your medical history. And I'll bet you a dollar it's illegal to lie on that for him. I mean it it it's it you can be it'll 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 catch up. It, with ca- it. it you could yeah, it could bite you in the butt. Yes, absolutely. So um and that's it for life. You have that 3 months before and 3 months after and then that's it for forever and ever basically. It's it well I mean, you know, if so some companies so the, the medical underwriting can vary from company to company. Yeah. So in other words, we do a lot of business with Aetna supplements. Um, and New Era, those are our two biggest companies. So New Era goes back five years on heart attack. So if you've had a heart attack within five years, they're not right. taking you. Aetna only goes back one year. So you could have had a heart attack a year and a half ago, and if you can pa- and, and if everything else is fine, you answer all the other medical questions, no, uh, they'll take you. Right. Um, there's only one company that will take an insulin-dependent diabetic um, that I know of. Uh, and that's ARP, where, where our, again, our two, the ones we use the most, Aetna and New Era, won't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's ever, too. So, you know, I know lymphoma with Aetna, they look back on lymphoma your entire life. If you had it when you were 14 years old and you're 70 now, they won't take you. Really? That's correct. No, and now this is also very indifferent uh, kinds of cancers as well if you... Uh, that, that's lymphoma is the only one that's a, mm. that's a, a guaranteed denial ever in your life. But that's just with one company. Again, yeah. with... So the problem is with lymphoma, actually, is it's a cancer that can go into remission but never goes away. Right. So there's a really good chance that you're still getting treated for that and taking a medication for it. And even if you were just taking a medication for lymphoma, then I don't think there's any company that would accept you. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the number one thing that you've got to remember with supplements. 
724-438-4593. If you have a question for Aaron, uh, we have another about five minutes in this hour, and we have a whole another hour coming up. So uh, if, you've, if, if you've gotten a communication from Medicare or your uh, insurer that you have a question about, if you have just questions about insurance, uh, we are m- more than happy and look forward to getting your call, 724-438-4593. And again, if you can't make it to the phone uh, today, you can always call the office. The health insurance store number is 724-603-3403 or get your best plan dot com. Uh, and we only have a few minutes, but we can at least get started on uh, what an advantage plan is and how that differs from a supplement. And again, start to talk about what are the good sides and what are the bad sides. Yeah, I kind of let, let's let's hold off on okay. getting advantage plans after the after the break. But let's just briefly um, in the last few minutes, let's talk a little bit about who is best. What what people would want to choose a supplement? Yeah. So who are the people who would want to choose? We just talked yeah. about it. Those people who want want to know exactly what their out-of-pocket costs are going to be, right. that we know they're going to be very little. You know, Plan G is another plan that you could take that's also popular, and it has the deductible and then nothing else. So someone who took Plan G knows they're only going to get $198 in bills in 2020. Okay? So the simplicity, the ease of it, the peace of mind, um, people who travel really need a supplement because generally supplements are the only ones that are going to be you would be in you know you would have access to doctors when you're in florida on vacation or if you if you have a summer home there or north carolina or arizona or wherever good for you by the way right or maybe yeah or maybe you have kids in other parts of the country right. and then you go stay for a month at a time just to see your grandkids and your kids as opposed to one that restricts you to a certain network and then everything else is out of network correct correct so you know that would be somebody who would who would want a supplement as well. So, um, you know, uh, and again, there are people who, you know, my people, a lot of people, well, who, who, why wouldn't anybody, everybody take a supplement? Again, it's the cost. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you if you if you're going to bet on your good health and you think you're going to be healthy and you're going to say, you know, heck, I'm not, especially at age 75 years old, when a supplement could be 150, 175 dollars, um, to say, you know, I'm going to bank on my good health and I don't want to spend. Uh, two thousand dollars a year in premiums. I'm going to spend, you know, um, four hundred and eighty, or I'm going to spend nothing and get a zero premium advantage plan. So, those are people who obviously might not want to take a supplement and are are okay um, going the other route. So, but if, but if something happens and then you decide you want to take a go with the Medicare and a supplement, then you have to go before the and, and right. get approved. And right. Here's the thing: everybody loves zero premium plans when they're healthy. Yeah. It's when you're not healthy that people don't like them so much. When, when you when you're getting bills in the thousands of dollars for chemo or skilled nursing or, or you know drugs that are ad- administered in a, in an outpatient setting like you know some sort of Remicade, uh, infusion or or injections for macular degeneration and so on and so forth. So those are the people you know who, who they, they love it. Oh, it worked. I've heard it. Well, it's worked for me. Well, your Advantage plans generally work for you because you're healthy. It's when you're not healthy that right. it won't work for you nearly as well. Um, so in the second in the second hour, we're going to go over a couple things. We're going to get into the advantage plans. Obviously, how do they work? Because they work much differently than supplements. And we're going to talk about again the same thing: the pros and cons, and who who might be best, uh, who are they best for, who is a candidate to take an advantage plan. Um, and then we're going to 
uh, discuss a little bit again about prescription drugs, which is a really hot topic, and we're going to get into the donut hole. So we're getting into a new year, which means the whole cycle of falling into the donut hole uh, is going to happen again. And so, so that starts. Uh, the countdown to the donut hole starts now. So we're getting into what is the donut hole. We were told it's going away. That's uh, not not true at all, in my opinion. It didn't go away. Um, and we're going to talk so they about... just renamed it. Yes, they basically just renamed it. We're going to go over how you can avoid it, some tricks that I know of. Um, we're going to talk about how do we get here to this to this place where drugs have become so ridiculously expensive because they weren't just uh, eight years ago they were they were far cheaper than they are now the, 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 how how something I don't know what total inflation's been in the last eight years I'm guessing it's probably barely in double digits um, general inflation and inflation on prescription drugs somehow was 300 was was approximately 300 percent i think we can guarantee that inflation was not at 300 no. percent there was a there was a, a bill that passed through that already passed the house um we're going to talk about what's in that what do i think of it um basically i think it's a joke um we're going to talk about why i think that um so if you're interested in that please um stick around for the stick, next stick hour. around it's going to be it's somewhat controversial and a lot of a lot of things that people don't really understand of of what caused this what caused these rapid drug increases to happen we're going to get into that a little bit and then what what, what could possibly be done to curtail that uh, I think a lot of letter writing, but <laughs> that might help. Seven two four four three eight four five nine three. If you want to talk with Aaron uh, in the next hour, seven two four four three eight forty five ninety three. It's the health insurance store with Aaron Zolbrod again for the health insurance store. Seven two four six zero three three four zero three or getyourbestplan dot com. Hour number two coming up on your local station WMBS. Uniontown. And this is the Health Insurance Store program with Aaron Zolbrod. And if you want to give us a call, if you have a question about Medicare, if you have a question about Medicare Advantage plans or supplements, we'll be talking about those more as we head into the hour. You can give us a call at 724-438-4593. Have a question about your medical plan, your medical coverage. Maybe you got a bill you don't understand. Maybe uh, there's other issues. 724-438-4593. And uh, Aaron Zolbron, uh, by the way, if you wanted to call him at the health insurance store, 724-603-3403, online at getyourbestplan.com. And I guess we go to Facebook or you know Instagram or all these social media platforms. Just go health insurance store, and it'll it'll find it for us. So, uh, Aaron, we were talking about uh, supplements and Advantage plans, and we covered the supplements in the last hour. And again, I know this is something that we cover a lot, but that's because people are aging into Medicare. Every single day I think of the year. I saw today 10,000 people a day yeah. are aging in. Yeah. Hi, uh, welcome, baby boomers, to yeah. the wonderful world. No, 10,000 a day is, yeah. is, is, is the figure I read uh, actually just uh, yesterday, I believe, when I was doing some research. And, and by the way, these are decisions. Uh, I, I hate to really be voice of doom here, but these are decisions you have to make now that will affect you the rest of your li life, and your, the rest of your life could last. 20, 30 years. The, the, uh, oh, yeah. The, the decision you can... Uh, I mean, unless unless laws change, and I don't see that happening with Medicare anytime soon because it's such an institution. I don't see sweeping reforms to Medicare 
anytime soon. The decision you make when you first turn 65 could follow you for the could could it has life possibly lifelong implications depending on um, what kind of health you're in or what kind of health you could find yourself in um, down the road. So the people who say, oh, I'll just take an advantage plan because I'm healthy, I never go to the doctor. Um, As you're getting older, uh, you, you, listen. We all want to be healthy and die in our, you know, healthy all our lives and die in our sleep at 88. Yeah. Um, but that's just not the way it generally goes. Um, chances are you're going to have some sort of major, you know, health situation sometime. You know. Yeah, exa exactly. And the problem is we don't know whether it's going to be cancer or heart disease or anything like that. We so, don't. So you know. Uh, Somebody once said uh, he wanted to die at 94 being shot by a jealous husband. Uh, but <laughs> the odds are <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> Probably not. Odd, right. Odds are. So we covered um, uh, Medicare supplements, which basically pay the 20%. I mean, making it simple, the 20% yeah. that Medicare doesn't pay. But Advantage plans... Do they replace Medicare, or, or are they... Uh, how does that work? That, that's the word I've heard. Um, you know, they, technically, I'm not supposed to say that. Um, I could give you the formal definition of an of a Advantage plan, which is also known as Part C. I'm not going to do that, okay? We only have an hour. Yeah. Basically, what you're doing is you're, it, when, when you choose an Advantage plan, you're privatizing your Medicare. In other words, when you go with a, an Advantage plan, Medicare stops paying 80% of your bill. Medicare stops paying for your hospitalization minus that 1400 bucks. What Medicare does instead, instead of paying any portion of your bill, is they're going to turn around and in, instead of paying 80%, they're going to pay the private insurance company of your choice about $800 a month to become your one and only insurance company. For lack of a better way to put it, Bill, they're paying to get rid of you. <laughs> okay? They're paying one of these companies, and there's eight of them that do it, in Western Pennsylvania, and I can't say these companies' names on air. It's the craziest thing. I'm just not allowed to even mention them. Um, you, I mean, we know who the major players are. Right. So they're paying those companies $800 a month, $9,600 a year, for them to provide you with your insurance, and they're going to pay all the claims minus your cost sharing. Yeah. So the biggest difference is instead of you take Medicare and only paying a $200 deductible and nothing else or $200 and only a doctor copay and emergency room copay. With Advantage plans, we're going to pay for almost every service, something. You're going to have copays or coinsurance and on very few plans, possibly a small deductible, but you're going to have a, you're going to have a cost for almost every medical service, specialist visits, blood tests, x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs, hospitalization, surgical procedures, chemo, radiation, skilled nursing, blah, blah, on and on and on, are going to have a cost associated with them. Some can be five bucks. Some can be 20% of the cost, which when it comes to chemotherapy could be, you know, thousands of dollars. Skilled nursing is, is as much as $176 a day after days 20. So if you had a 40-day stay there, we're talking about a $3,000 bill. 20% um, of the cost for durable medical equipment, 20% of the cost for other drugs administered in an outpatient setting like that Remicade or the shots for macular degeneration, uh, uh, Prolia injections, which are very common now. I just had a client this morning who was uh, on a uh, 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 biannual Prolia injection that's very, very expensive. So all of those things could be in the thousands of dollars. You know, sometimes hospitalizations, depending on the company you choose, can be over $1,000 for a five-day stay. 
So when you have a supplement, you have three cards. You have a Medicare card as your primary, the supplement to fill in the gaps of Medicare, and a prescription drug card. When you have an Advantage plan, it's one card for all of those things. You literally can take your Medicare card, and you would put it in a safe or a file cabinet or a drawer where you kept your other important documents like your birth certificate, your um, passport, your Social Security card, etc., because you're no longer going to show it when you have an Advantage plan. Mm -hmm. And here it is. Advantage plans are HMOs or PPOs. So if you're not sure if you have an Advantage plan, all you got to do is take your card out of your pocket. If it says HMO or PPO, you've got a Medicare Advantage plan. Okay, that's that's exactly how it goes. And you don't show your Medicare card at the doctor's office and you sh or a hospital or a lab, and really you shouldn't even be carrying it. There's no reason because if you hand it over to somebody, it could get confusing. They're not they could they could end up billing Medicare instead of the Advantage Plan company, and things could get really wonky. So we tell people not even to carry their card who take uh, Advantage Plan. Yeah, yeah, it's probably adding a confusing layer that does not need to be correct. Need, need to be put in don't there. Don't carry it if you have an HMO or PPO Advantage Plan. Just don't carry your Medicare card. So much like when you had the, your traditional health insurance card went before before, before you correct. retired yeah or before you it's, reached it's, Medicare. it's more similar to the insurance you had prior to turning 65 than it is a supplement in my opinion and you mentioned it's an hmo or a ppo so then you have networks correct. and things like that uh, hmo means you must get care from participating networks and providers you don't have the freedom to go out of network a ppo still means you have a network of providers but you can leave that network if the provider agrees to take your insurance, which they don't have to take, which they don't have to do, and also you're agreeing to pay a higher fee for those services that are provided out of networking. It could be extreme, like much higher too. So keep, be, be, it, 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 you know, be careful when somebody says, "Oh, take a PPO, you can go anywhere you want." That's really not true. Well, so uh, this is an ideal plan for uh, for some people. Who would? be the type of person that you are type of person uh, somebody that would where a, uh, a, a an advantage plan would work for them well obviously somebody who thinks they're healthy and is going to take a, a, a gamble that they're going to stay healthy forever yeah. um, is going to want one of these people want listen people on a, on a on a budget sometimes can't afford supplements so we don't have a choice but to take an advantage plan so those are going to be people people who don't travel much who say you know what I'm not going to leave Western Pennsylvania. I don't do much traveling. You're covered in an emergency no matter where you are with an Advantage plan. So even if you take a vacation, you know, a couple weeks here and there, that's fine because you're not taking a vacation planning on going to get a surgery done. No. If you, if you had an emergency, if you were stung by a jellyfish or you, you know, had a heart attack while you're on vacation, you'd be covered where you're at. So, um, you know, people who, who, who are fine with that. Um, I'm going to take these. A lot of people take them, and, and because they come with really good right now, there's a couple companies that are offering outstanding dental coverage. Um, you know, well, that's, And that's because it's now a competitive field. Right. So, I mean, so those are the people who would take one. It's, it's, it, listen, there's three sets of people who take one of these. One of the people that do the math, especially a married couple, right? So a married couple turning 65 would be looking at about $250 a month between the two of them. Right. Okay. That is, you know, $3,000 a year in premium. That's $15,000 over the next five years. So those people who do that math and say, wow, I have the opportunity if we stay healthy to save that much money. I get that. And if you're okay with the risks that are associated with, with an Advantage plan, go for it. Second group of people are people who can't afford them. Right. Okay? 
The best insurance in the world isn't worth, uh, can't afford a supplement. The best insurance in the world isn't worth a penny if you can't pay for it. So that's the second group. And the third group is going to be people who can't answer the medical questions, who couldn't get them even if they wanted one. And so those are also going to be people who take them. But again, one of the, 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 the obviously the number one benefit of a, an advantage plan, the reason why you would want to take one is the savings it offers over over a calendar year or a period of five years. That's the number one reason why you want to take one. Um, the other really good benefit is, is they come with prescription drugs included. Those prescription drug plans don't have a deductible like part like standalone Part D plans do. Um, and another thing is they're coming with this great right now. Not all companies, yeah. but select companies and select plans are offering as much as $2,000 worth of comprehensive dental in a year. They're offering up to almost $500 in over-the-counter items that are mailed to your house at no cost of your choice. Right. Uh, you get a free gym membership. They'll give you a couple hundred bucks for a pair of eyeglasses. Um, they'll <laughs> up to a couple thousand dollars worth of hearing aids in a calendar year. So, you know, those are the things that are also going to uh, get people to go there. Yeah, and, the, the, and the odds are that, that those are things that Medicare... I don't see they're going to be covering that in in the near future. Uh, you know what? I just read something that they were. I, I can see them maybe doing a con, like a like a preventative dental, like cleanings and X-rays, mm -hmm. and maybe a, a routine eye exam, and maybe a hundred bucks for a pair of glasses. But I don't see them doing much more than that. All right. I, I, as I said, the, that's one thing about Medicare being such a long established plan is that there's really no impetus to change it right now. Uh, so uh, we're not. We're probably not going to see that. In the near future, 724-438-4593, 724-438-4593. If you want a, to ask a question of Aaron, we go to the phones. Hi, what's on your mind? You're on with Aaron Zolbrod. Who are we talking with here? Hi, you're on the air. Who are we talking with here? We will... Uh, Maybe let, they can call back. Yeah, give, give so us while, a call back. While we're waiting for... for for that callback, let's talk about some of the cons of Advantage plans. Um, and the, the biggest con is you could be billed up to $6,700 in a calendar year. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, there are three or four areas. Let me tell you the areas. So that, that's second bills. That's bills from your medical provider. That's bills from the provider. So, so let me tell you where that could happen. Many plans, if you have a five-day hospitalization or longer, the bill's from between 1000 and almost $2,000. And if you have multiple hospital stays, you're going to pay that multiple times. Now, when we sell Advantage plans, we are steering people towards the ones that have a smaller hospital copay on a per-stay basis. So it's not thousands. But so on, I'd say on most, I'd say on the majority of the plans, a five-day hospital stays over 1000 bucks. So that could be an area, if you had multiple hospital stays in a year, you could get to that out-of-pocket maximum, which ranges from 3400 to $6,700. If you needed lots of chemo, you're guaranteed going to hit it because it's 20% of the cost, and chemo is very, very, very expensive. Uh, radiation can be as much as $60 per for trip. So it's not out of the realm of possibility to get, to get prescribed 50 radiation treatments at $60 a pop. Yeah. That's $3,000. Skilled nursing, we said after 20 days, is generally $170 a day. Um, prosthetic devices are 20% of the cost. Durable medical equipment is 20% of the cost. Um, so those could be, although rare, they could be expensive. And then we talked about getting Remicade. Uh, at a, at, Remicade is something people get for severe rheumatoid arthritis or Crohn's. They cost, that, that treatment is 20 there's two thousand mm. dollars, and with all Advantage plan, you pay twenty percent. So that's four hundred bucks every time you got one of those treatments. Well, people on with macular generation get those shots every month, and people who get Remicade get it every four to six weeks. So you're talking about a four hundred dollar bill every four to six weeks. Multiply that by twelve months, 
and you're you're getting upwards of five thousand dollars in bills. So those are the kind of the the trap doors, so to speak, in Medicare Advantage plans. So uh, I guess we got the caller back. I think we have our caller back. We go hi. You're on. What's on your mind with Aaron Zolbrod? Who are we talking with here? Hey, hey guys, CJ. Hey, CJ. So what's happening? You always have perfect timing. I don't know how you do it, buddy, but you always have perfect timing on your call. So let's take. Well, because we used to talking about this, I got this new card out. Yep. So so let's take CJ for instance. <laughs> this is HMO on here. That's right. So you have an advantage plan. And so CJ's a guy that this Advantage plan's worked very, very, very well for over the years. Because you've stayed relatively healthy, right, CJ? Uh, gallbladder out and a few other operations, but... Nothing, but no cancer. Uh, no. So, so bypass you, surgery. Yeah, so you've gotten bills for a couple hundred, some right? Good shape. A couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, right? But never, never anything in the thousands of dollars, right? No, the biggest thing I had was when they had open heart surgery. What, you get like $350 for that, something like that, right? Three hundred to three fifty. Yeah. Okay, that's been a while back. So that's his copay for a hospitalization. All right. So CJ has been on an Advantage plan for like ten years now, or, mm. or longer. I mean, oh, since you started. Yeah. So so he has never got those major bills, and he's been on a zero premium plan forever. So he's never paid premiums. So if we looked at his situation over the past ten or twelve years. And we went back and said, what would his supplement cost? He's probably saved $15,000, $18,000. Now, it doesn't always work like that, but it's worked well for CJ. So, um, yeah, I can't complain. Nope, we sure can't. So, and I have pace. Right, and which makes yeah. a difference again. That's one of the reasons why we have you on the plan that we have you on, is because you got to piggyback with the pace. And um, I have the VA. That's right. So CBS News update. So I'm pretty well taken care of. Yeah. So I mean, you know, CJ again, once again, a good a good time for the call because you're exactly one of the people who Advantage plans have yeah. worked very very well for. Okay, really, hey, you have a good day. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, CJ. And CJ joins us, and he checks. In. It's always good to hear from CJ. It's uh, always good to hear always, from CJ. Always, always, you better believe it. it. Have him check in. You better so, believe it. So when we're talking about supplements, um, again, you might get uh, extra benefits off of the supplements. But, again, the, the downside is, well, first thing off, generally, if you do have a health issue, yeah. something's going to be we, out we, of your We were pocket. right in the middle of the cons of that. And, again, yeah. to me, the biggest one is, is you could be billed up to 6700 every year. Yeah. And the biggest con to me, Bill, is if if – you can never go back to a supplement possibly. So CJ's been very blessed in that he's, you know, again, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, a hundred bucks for, you know, a hundred, uh, hundred and some change for a CAT scan, you know, five bucks for a blood test, um, you know, maybe maybe 25 or 40 for a, for an, for a, an X-ray. You know, he was hospitalized. He got a $300 bill. Um, you know, so he's never been in that situation where he had to pay thousands of out-of-pocket. So, again, somebody who does... Usually, it's precipitated by a serious, heart, you know, serious condition like heart attack or stroke or cancer or something of that nature, and they're going to call me, especially when it happens in their first two or three years of Medicare, yeah. saying, "I don't want this plan. I don't want a plan where I have to pay this, you know, where I get bills of thirty five hundred, four thousand, six thousand, whatever it is. I, I don't want it." Well, guess what? You signed up for it. Yeah. It, 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 it's past six months. Um, you're not going to be able to get one back. And that is the problem. So that's the biggest con in my mind. Honestly, Bill, if if, if we knew that these Advantage Plan benefits were going to stay steady uh, for five to ten years down the road, uh, I wouldn't sell many supplements. Uh, another con of, a, of, of the Advantage Plans or, or thing that's not great is they can change your benefits. So they're not locked in. 
So now we're getting the dental vision and hearing benefits. It's one dental, dental vision and hearing. And if you made the decision to take it for that reason, and I'm telling you, I get it. $2,000 worth of dental, $2,500 yeah. worth of hearing aids, $500 worth of over-the-counter benefits, you know, $30 a month gym membership, um, 250 towards a pair of glasses. I get it. It's a lot of money if you used all that stuff. Uh, but if you made that decision in 2021 or 2022, they pull that. Where it goes back to where it's just teeth cleanings. Like it, uh, until last year, that's all it was was yeah. cleaning and X-rays. Now we've got this great competition, and it's been it's been for these kind of stuff. Uh, I'm hoping it never goes away, but it can. Yeah. I think if so, what happens if these companies get funded less money from the, so basically from Medicare pays them less? And I got to tell you, I have a feeling if if you get a and I'm not going to get into it whether it's good or bad, but if you had a um, uh, a more liberal administration, right. they could look at this, and Obama hated advantage plans, hated them, hated them, and you could, they could fund them less. That means they couldn't give those benefits away. Uh, they wouldn't right. have the uh, extra money. If they money. were getting 600 a month right. instead of 800 Right, they, they can't do that, and so they would back all that stuff off. They could raise your copay, so your hospitalization could be 275 a stay, no matter how many days you're in. Well, if that happens, guess what might also might happen? It could go from 275 a stay to 275 a day. And now the hospitalization that costs CJ two seventy five might cost them fourteen hundred. Okay, so that's that's what scares us is we don't know where they're going now. Right now they're going in great shakes, and my understanding is it's a kind of a bipartisan thing that both Democrats and Republicans kind of like the, the the idea of advantage plans. It could strengthen them, but all it takes is one administration to say we don't like the fact that private insurance companies are making a profit off of Medicare. We don't want it to go that. We don't want that to continue. Well, they could either cut the program, you know, cut it out. I don't know if that could be done. Or they could say, you know, we're just not going to fund them as much, um, which I think would be a disaster because they do work for a lot of people. And, or they could decide to phase them out over the course of time. Well, how they would phase them out is they would do it by now. You know, people would say, I can't. They just wouldn't be any good. And so the laws now, the regulations state that they can take your hospitalization from $200 to, to $1,600 overnight. They can take your copay of 150 for a CAT scan and make it $300. Um, you know, all that stuff can happen. It has happened before. I've seen it happen in the past, and I don't know how or what, but my understanding is these companies have gotten a little bit more money. They, they, they structured them that if they kept people healthy and happy, they got money in the back end. So maybe they, so instead of getting 800, maybe when the dust settled, it was more like 900 per person. And they had this huge windfall of money. And what I was told is some of these companies put that windfall of money to these dental benefits. Well, what if that money dries up? They're going to take it away. It's yeah. going to happen. So, so really, really, really be careful. I mean, the bottom line is, um, you need to come see us. I was going to say, this is where having somebody who knows the ins and outs of the system uh, and knows what will work. And again, as we said at the very start of this program, no two people are alike when it comes to their, their medical coverage and their medical needs. So, you know, definitely sit down, talk with Aaron, talk with, uh, talk with the folks at the, the health insurance store and, uh, and get get them to go over your situation. Absolutely. As we go back to the phone, 724-438-4593. And hi, you're on with Aaron Zolbrot. Who are we talking with here? Uh, this is Jerry. Hi, Jerry. I have a question for Aaron. Yes, sir. And this might be, like, silly. No, but, no silly uh, questions, just dumb answers. Um, <laughs> in January, my wife had a major illness. Okay. Okay. It was a year, matter of fact, a year yesterday. Okay. She had an operation, 
Um, we just got a bill the other day, and I mean it's been like a year. It's crazy. Do you have a Do you have an advantage plan or a supplement? A uh, supplement. Um, how much was the bill for? Uh, three hundred some dollars. Yeah, so that's probably wrong. So you have a supplement. What company is it with? Uh, let me see. My wife's was. Uh, oh, it was Aetna. It's Aetna. Now it's not an HMO. It's a. It's an Aetna supplement. Yeah. In other words, it's um. There's you know guys don't pay money. You know you don't pay copays for things normally. Um. Well. Yeah, I'm sort of like a little bit confused. It was three. Now, was it three hundred dollars even? No, it was like three hundred eighty-five dollars. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to see. That. Are you clients of ours, Jerry? Ah, uh, yes, I am. You know, I would just call down to the office and let. Well, let it, it, so I will tell you, it's not abnormal to get a bill that long after <laughs> being. Oh, okay, you can get yeah. a bill a year. To answer your question, I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah. Is it crazy to get a bill that late? It, it, it doesn't happen often, but absolutely it happens. Um, my okay. guess is they probably were doing an audit, an end-of-the-year audit, and probably found that they never received the money and you know, probably had maybe never billed you. Um, and so yeah, they're just okay. now billing you for it. Now, I want to find out if it's legit or not. So I call the office, and one of the girls will see, will be able to figure out pretty quickly if that's an error or if it's actually something that you owe. So just call down there, my friend, and, and we'll straighten it out. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Okay. All right, thank okay, you. thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Good luck to you. Let's go back to the phones. Hi, what's on your mind? You're on with Aaron Zobrod. Who are we talking with? Yes, how you doing? This is Bill. Hey, Bill. Now, the reason I called is I just, I'm going to turn 66 in this June, so last year I signed up for Medicare. Okay. And I signed up for the Part B. Okay. And it's with Aetna Coventry. Okay. Okay, now, the question I have, and you just, the reason I uh, first of all, I'm a disabled veteran, so I go. I use the VA for okay. everything. Good. All right. Now, and what I do is I have this as a, I assume it's going to be a backup for me Absolutely. if I ever need to use the hospital. Like, great. hey, I'm going yep. to great, great. traveling, yes. whatever. Yes, And I, I was led to believe that it was probably 20% I would have to pay if... So, like I go in the hospital. No, or you have copays for all ma all services, and depends on what plan that you have. So you know you could have a plan that's zero dollars, and you know our veterans. You know, it's a really great phone call because we, we recommend that our veterans like you who, who like to use the VA, don't mind using the VA, don't mind going to Pittsburgh mm -hmm. if they need to go, that right. that an advantage plan, a low-cost or no-cost advantage plan is a really good way to go. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we have some veterans that don't want anything to do with the VA, and they take supplements. Right, but, right. But with you, that's just that's absolutely fine way to go. And what you have that plan for is you have it for three reasons. One, an emergency. So you don't need to. You don't need right, to worry. That's exactly why I signed up. Number for two. Correct. Number two. Your plan has access to the Mayo Clinic, uh, or the Cleveland Clinic. I'm sorry, not the Mayo, but the Cleveland Clinic. So if you uh -huh. got a rare disease that the VA couldn't treat, you could go to the Cleveland Clinic, and maybe mm -hmm. three. God forbid you you needed a surgical procedure, um, and you met the surgeon at the VA and didn't like him or her, and you wanted to get it either closer or more locally, or you know you just for choice you could do that too. Okay, and that's mm -hmm. why you have that plan. So you're 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 in fine shape there, my friend. All right. Well, I'm glad that sounds very good, the way you explained it. Now, the other question I have is, and the reason why I called you is because you said that if you get in a plan, you can't 
switch to another plan. I thought that every October or something, you, don't they send you me can, a letter? You and can you're... always go from an Advantage plan to another Advantage plan. So let's say right now that if you were our client, we analyze these every year, which ones mm-hmm. are the best, and then we make our recommendations to our clients based on which company we think has the best overall benefits mm-hmm. for veterans. All right, which plan do we think is going to be best for veterans in 2021? We're going to send mm-hmm. our clients a letter and say, hey, this is the company we think's best, or stay with what you got, or this year we sent out about 1,500 letters that said you need to switch. Your plan mm-hmm. has either become obsolete or they made you know, negative changes in charging you more money for things you need to switch. From going from one HMO to another or from you know, any HMO to P- or PPO to another HMO or PPO, you can do that every October, and there's no mm-hmm. medical underwriting in Advantage plans. But to go from a, that's not true if you wanted to go from an Advantage plan to a supplement. Again, you've got to pass mm-hmm. medical underwriting even during that open enrollment period. Okay. okay. Well, that's a great I question. don't need it, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think, I mean, you're, you're pretty safe with the VA. I mean, you know, there's some situations where I had some veterans that, you know, it, it, that couldn't travel to Pittsburgh. You know, my mm-hmm. understanding is it's, it, it's getting a little easier to get care outside the VA now, but, you know, it's yes. the VA and there's mm-hmm. so much red tape to get claims paid in that situation. It can just be, really be a, a pain in the butt, but um, you're fine where you're at, okay? All right. Thank you All for right. your help, sir. You're uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for serving as well. Yes, absolutely. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. It's uh, 724-438-4593, 724-438-4593 if you have a question for Aaron, or if you want to give him a call at the health insurance store, 724-603-3403, online, get your best plan. Dot com. Well, let's uh, move quickly to something that we're uh, talking about. We talk about every year. seems like we talk about every month. Uh, now we've entered uh, 2020, which means the whole donut hole cycle has gotten underway again. It has. Um, so basically, the donut hole, let's, let's explain that briefly, is every year you're only allowed to receive X amount of retail value of dollars worth of prescription drugs. So in 2020, it's $4,000, basically $4,020. Once you've exhausted that, and that's not has nothing to do with what you paid for it, it's what the retail cost is. So that may sound like a lot of money, it's not. I just had somebody today that was taking Trulicity. Um, it's 900 bucks a month. Oh. It's 900 bucks a month. It's not even insulin. That would be 30. That would take up like three quarters so, more than that. So, so, yeah. so he was also on another drug that was 500 bucks. So he's on $1,400 worth of drugs. He was going to hit his donut hole in three months. Yeah. So, okay. So once he hits his donut hole, so he was only paying $40. He'd, he'd pay, he, first of all, he had to meet a deductible of 435 bucks. So he's going to spend $435 plus his copay his first month. He's going to pay 40 bucks each for those two drugs for three months before he hits his donut hole. Then he's going to have to start paying. When you're in the donut hole, you pay 25% of the retail cost. So the drug that was 900 bucks was going to cost him like $240. Okay, the drug that was 500 is going to cost him $125. So he's going to pay $375 for two prescription drugs until he spent about $2,500 out of his pocket before the government comes back in and helps him again. So, you know... We heard the donut hole was going away. So when I hear that the donut hole is going away, in my mind that means I'm not going to have to pay 25% or $200 for a copay uh, for a prescription drug. That's what donut hole going, going away means. Well, you can go all over Google and you will not see one article. I did not see one article <laughs> where some, some journalist 
made a made a story about how this was supposedly going away that didn't. Everything is everything is Medicare's publications or somebody's you know, who who doesn't see the government in a bad light, stating it still states it was closed, the donor hole was closed. No, it was not. And in fact, it got worse from last year to this year. So last year, you, you would spend about $2,100 out of your pocket before you got out of the donor hole. This year, it's like twenty four, twenty five hundred. So it actually got worse. So I don't understand. It went away in name only, and that's it. And as drug prices continue to rise, um, more and more people... You know, more and more people are going to hit it. So, so, it, so how do we get? How do we avoid it? I mean, uh, we can. I mean, I know we can go so, on PaceNet so, or so something. So, this like gentleman, yeah. this gentleman didn't qualify for PaceNet. This gentleman yeah. actually has a doctor's appointment on February twenty fourth. He was going to go to his doctor and say, "Doc, I can't afford this. Hmm. What are we going to do?" And I guess maybe he tr- was going to try not taking them and see what happens to his blood sugar levels. See what happens to his A one C. If he can get away with not taking them, he's going to. Again, I'm no doctor. Doctor said, "No way, you can't do that. It's a health, you know, it's a it's a it's a deadly health risk to to to, to not go on them." And, and the doctors are under an obligation to tell him, "Look, uh, this is the only treatment that's available." Well, I mean, and, and or the doctor could say, "You know what? We can go ahead and try not taking them and see. Now, you may need to. We got to also maybe under not eat these foods, and you better start walking four miles a day. Yeah, that um, and that may be it. You know, but or the doctor may say, "No, we can't take that risk." So, uh, first thing I would do is I'd have you have a conversation with your doctor, and you'd be amazed if you just go into your doctor and tell him or her you can't afford it, Let's see if they come up with a different plan of action. You mean like maybe a generic drug that's okay. been on the market? Well, the, the, these particular drugs might, from what I'm hearing is these drugs work really, really well. Yeah. Um, and that they really have dropped people's A1C um, down. So uh, that's... So that may not be an option. It may or not there be. May not I be mean, or it, you know, it, it may be, again... The plan is, listen, we can take you off these, but I'm telling you right here, right now, you cannot eat these foods. You cannot drink soda. You know, you need to exercise more because you can't afford to continue yeah. a life. Uh, yeah, you, you know, need to lose 50 pounds. Or, or, 50, yeah. or if, if, if you're going to stay off them. Yeah. Okay, so, so that may be. Second, the easiest thing is to get PaceNet. Mm-hmm. Um, and PaceNet, the, the qualifications are for a single person. Um, if you made less than, if you made $29,126 or less as a single person or $38,752 or less as a married couple, um, you would qualify for PaceNet. It solves everything. You can never pay more than fifteen dollars for any brand, any drug at all, including brands, and it pays through that donut hole for you, so you don't have to worry about it. By the way, if you are a married couple, do you have to en- enroll in PaceNet as a married couple, or like like paying your taxes, uh, married it, it, filing? It, it, no, it's it's household income. So if it's married filing separately, we would still include both okay. both both returns. Uh, if you don't qualify for that, there are a lot of foundations. There's something called patient assistance program. Generally, most of those, I think, are funded by the drug manufacturers themselves, and um, the income limits are much greater, sometimes as much as 400% of the poverty level, mm-hmm. which would be about $70,000 for a married couple um, and about 50 something thousand for a single person. So those are, those are really good ways to do that. You, gotta, you need to apply for those. Sometimes they run out of money, and so they're not available when you need them. Um, some of them, gonna, that's the downside. They could go away, too. Yes, yeah, some of them you have to spend $1,000 out of your own pocket first on drugs before they'll help you. There's all kinds of different um, ways to get that. Uh, so you can... You, you can uh, do that. And different, different drugs have different criteria. So we'll help you do that. So if you want to call and figure out a way to say, listen, I hit my donut hole every year. What can we do? We'll walk you through that. Another thing you can do is use Canadian Pharmacy. Okay? Um, it's, it, it, and you'd be shocked 
at how, how many times a Canadian drug is less expensive. I'm going to give you an example. So Spiriva is a drug people with asthma, emphysema, or COPP take. Right. It retails for $450 a month. Okay? So somebody who was taking this drug only would first meet a $435 deductible. They'd pay, you know, maybe around $45 for seven months or less um, for that drug, and then 113 for five or more months after they met the Denone hole, they'd spend $1,329 on that drug in a mm-hmm. calendar year, if that's the only one they're taking. Right. They'd spend more money if they're taking another one because they'd get the donut hole sooner. You could get that. You could get the generic version of Spiriva, which it doesn't exist here in the United States, out of Canada, for $75 for a 90-day supply. Mm. $75 for a 90-day supply. That's what it costs you without using insurance. So you'd spend a grand total of $300 for the year as opposed to 1300 Now, you'd have to include the cost of shipping because they charge you to mail it to you, but that's right. like 10 or $12 every time they do it. So you're looking at about 350 bucks as opposed to $1,329. So not all drugs are have that dramatic of a difference, um, but it's pretty damn shocking. And again, this is, uh, when you're talking about it too, when you're talking about a monthly, we're talking about a monthly hit of averaging around $30 a month as opposed to a monthly hit of, as you said, $113 a right. month. Right, right. It's crazy. And if you're on a fixed income, that's... It's huge. I mean, another thing you can do is get samples from your doctor. Again, you'd be surprised if you go and tell your doctor you can't afford it, they'll pull out the sample, you know, go to the sample closet. It's and like give the you, prize closet here give you, I've talked to people that, you, again, like Traceba, Victoza, there's all these, you know, things that these di- new diabetic medications, Ozempic, the ones you see on TV with people dancing around like diabetes is some sort of happy, fun thing. Um, you know, they'll, they can get whatever they get, and they'll switch people from one to the other as, based on what they have in the sample closet. Yeah. Uh, so ask your doctor. Every time you go in, even if you haven't hit your donor hole, ask them for samples. Squirrel those things away. Um, get the samples now um, and, you know, postpone that donut hole as long as you can. I mean, it, sometimes it only takes four or five months' worth of samples to avoid that donut hole. But that's, that's, that's the other thing that people need to do. To, to, to That's how you can avoid those donut holes. Now, is this just for people who are on Medicare and Medicare uh, supp- supplements? I mean, do, if you have a plan through the marketplace or uh, you still have your employer insurance, is this something that... No, it's only, it's only those on Medicare. Really? It does not affect people on individual plans. Um, so they don't have to worry about it. They're generally going to pay 45 bucks for a brand-name medication. Average co-pays for brand-name medications are 30 to $50. Mm-hmm. So those people don't think much of it, but I'm here to tell you, you need to be... Uh, doesn't mean you shouldn't be um, worried about it. Be concerned. Here's why. The higher cost... So if you're taking an $800 medication, you're taking this Trulicity or, or, or you know, Xarelto or what... Or, you know, yeah. whatever one of these high dollars, you know, between yeah, the cost between anyway. Aliquis that are between yeah. five and eight, nine hundred bucks, you may not think anything of it. Well, here's the thing: the higher the cost of meds, the higher the premiums are. The higher the premiums are for your employer, the less raises you're going to get. Okay, um, or the higher deductibles are going to become because these these employers just can't eat. You know, rates going up twenty percent, they got to pass it on somewhere. They're going to pass right. it on to you in the form of your premiums are going to go up. You're never going to get a raise. Um, or, and, or even worse, they're going to have to cut their payroll. Right. And, or or they're just going to stop offering insurance, possibly. So yeah. you need to be uh, diligent in, in asking your doctor if there's a generic that you could take instead. Um, you know, because 
it, it, it's going to affect you. It, it affects all of us, um, you know, and, and it affects taxpayers. The taxpayers are the one that pay for these these programs like PaceNet. Yeah, whenever they talk about Medicare for all, that's all. That's and and that's another. That's something else that could change over the right. course I mean, of the next year. You've got to think Part D is taxpayer money, yep. Medicaid is taxpayer money, PaceNet is taxpayer money. Um, you know, so you're paying for it one way or the other. Uh, be be you know be be diligent, be be vigilant, uh, 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 and do your try to do your part to keep those costs down. Now, one of the things about the donut hole is we used to hear, well, it's a it's a, a month or two at the end of the year. Uh, is is it becoming more and more common for the donut hole to get longer and deeper? Totally, totally ridiculous. So um, more people are hitting the donut hole than ever than in the past. So back when back when the Part D first came out and the donut hole first came out, instead of $4,000 worth of prescription drugs you could receive, it was $2,800. All right, a big difference, right? Well, less so barely, barely anybody hit the donut hole back then because the average brand name drug cost $125. Now it's $450. So we could either be on two name brand drugs back in 2008, 2009, 2010. These drug prices started going nuts in 2012. Um, but back then we could be on two medications and not hit the donor hole. Now we can't even. T- now we we're going to hit it if we take one because the average cost is 450 or more. The average cost for every single brand name drug is 450 to 500 bucks. And there are some that are more, like the one I just talked about, that's 900 bucks a month. Eliquis is 450. It's very common. Insulin pens are all 500 bucks. Um, Although one one did come out with a generic recently that lowers that cost a little bit. Um, uh, now that was the one that got that company in trouble because they didn't they bump the insulin pen from that's an EpiPen. EpiPen, EpiPen yeah, that, yeah. But insulin pens are the one company I think it's Nova. It's Humalog that just yeah. weren't generic, um, so they cut that down a little bit. Novalog is still very expensive, but insulin pens are generally five hundred bucks. So, you know. It's not like insulin's a newly developed drug. It, it's funny when this when this whole deal when the, when this whole deal passed that the donut hole was going away. It was like it's a great thing. It's worse. It's worse now. And you know, hundreds of thousands more people hit it than were hitting it back in two thousand eight, nine, and ten. And 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 that's a shame. And um, honestly, that this whole donut hole was one of the biggest scams ever uh, perpetrated on. Uh, seniors and taxpayers in the history of, of, of my lifetime. I'm trying to think of something that's bigger, but basically you told us it's going away, it's going to be a good thing, and then drug prices went up three, 400%. Um, and now I wouldn't have hit it back in the day. So back in the day, if you hit your donut hole, you had to pay the full price for your drug. Yeah. So I'd have had to pay $125 once I was in my donut hole. Well, first of all, if I got there, it wouldn't be till November or December. Right. That's very few people hit it any earlier than that. And so, okay, and I had to pay $125 for two months. Well, now my co-pay is $450. Um, if I'm on two of those medications, now I'm going to hit that donut hole in four months. And guess what I'm going to pay for that drug with my so-called 75% discount? $150. $125. If it's 500 bucks. I paid yeah. the same exact anyway. These, this, this was a deal... Everybody saw it coming. The, the, the politicians knew what was going to happen. It was a wink, wink. Go ahead and raise your prices to cover your the so-called discount you're giving. Because that's what, when you say, oh, you're going to pay only 25% of the cost, the 75% comes from the drug manufacturers. They just raised their prices to cover it. 
That's all they did. Oh, well, and they're in business. It's gonna. That's what they're gonna. Well, uh, you know, the government knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. It did nothing to stop it. They, they, this, this again. This is where again you always hear that these politicians for the middle class, middle class. No, they're not. They just hammered the middle class with this deal. Hammered us. Well, that's because we're the ones really with all the money. It, it's, it, it, and just hammered seniors. That, yeah. That's 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 crazy to me. So. Um, you got to get on the phone with your with your with your state reps and your especially your senators, right. you know, your 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 D.C. senators and your D.C. congressmen and say what the hell's going on here? Yeah, call Russian Fowler's office. Call Toomey. Call all them. I don't care if they're Democrat or Republican. This is not a Democrat Republican thing. And uh, we, I, I don't think we have time to to talk about. Uh, speaking of a bill. Uh, that uh, passed in the House uh, about lowering prescription drug costs. But do you have a uh, a blog or a uh, uh, somewhere they can go to? I'm going to write something on Facebook about it here uh, today or tomorrow. So you can go on my Facebook page and talk about it. It's laughable. Basically, what what it says is if drug companies raise prices more than inflation, that they're going to the, the, the drug company is going to have to pay the government that much money. Well, guess what? It doesn't do me any good. It doesn't matter because they, they've already raised prices 300%. They, yeah. so they knew this day was going to come when they were going to get regulated. So they said, let's just raise them 300%. Let's, just, let's get three, 30 years worth of drug price increases in eight years. And that way, if they tell us we can't raise them anymore, that doesn't help anybody unless they make them lower the cost. Right. Uh, like they aren't. So, so just to give you an idea, real quick, you got two minutes. Yeah. Genuvia. So you're going to hear this research and development argument. Oh, how do these companies pay for research and development? It's hogwash because the United States is the only country that's paying for that research and development. Yeah. I can buy Genuvia out of Canada, brand name for 129 bucks in Canada for the same name brand manufactured right. in the same factories. You know what that drug costs here in the United States? Four hundred eighty-four dollars mm-hmm. that Medicare pays for that same drug. That's the retail cost. It's it's four. It's 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 almost four times as much in the United States. So who's paying the research and development? We are. No other industrialized country is. So don't give me the don't give me the research and development stuff. That needs to be spread around to everybody, not just th- those of us in, in the United States. And, and by the way, when we say Medicare pays for it, that means Taxpayers. I'm paying for it. That's correct. You're paying for it That's as correct. well. So again, uh, watch uh, Aaron's Facebook page. And again, if you want to give him a call, if you have a question, because uh, we're actually, this has just flown by again. Always. Uh, Always. So we'll do this again in two weeks. Yes, Look we will. And I think, it. you know, next time we talk about prescriptions is I think we'll start to show with that. Yeah, we'll start with that and then we'll it, get it into the on. supplements and everything. And take your calls. Uh, thank you for the calls. Thank everybody who joined us today. Uh, great calls as always. And again, if you want to talk to Aaron, uh, call him at the health insurance store, 724-603-3403. Get your ble- best plan. No. I talk for a living. GetYourBestPlan.com. And if they uh, also, you you can do walk-ins as well. Absolutely. And just quickly, I know we got 30 seconds left. Anybody who's thinking about changing plans right now um, and thinks the, the enrollment period has passed, almost everybody can change right now. So if you're interested and you want to discuss that, you can give us a call at the office, too, and you can get an appointment for, obviously, a, a no-cost consultation, which they always are. All right, and uh, I think next time we we talk, it'll be after the Super Bowl, so we can talk about that. Aaron, have a great week. Thank you, sir. Thank you. you. This is your local station, WMBS Uniontown. It's 3 o'clock.